The Letter of Thomas Cromwell to Stephen Vaughan, May 1531. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. An account of the reception of William Tyndale's book, The Answer, by Henry VIII, and of his anger at the opinions it advanced. Cromwell urges Vaughan to cease advocating Tyndale's cause and to request Frith to abandon him. Stephen Vaughan, I commend me unto you, and have received your letters dated at Antwerp, the 18th day of April, with also that part of Tyndale's book, sewed and enclosed in leather, which ye with your letters directed at the King's Highness. After the receipt whereof, I did repair unto the court, and there presented the same unto his royal majesty, who, after the receipt thereof, made me answer for that time that his highness, at opportune leisure, would visit, oversee, and read the contents, as well of your letters, as also the said book. And at my next repair thither, it pleased his highness to call for me, declaring unto me as well the contents of your letters, as also much of the matter contained in the said book of Tyndale's and albeit that i might well perceive that his majesty was right well pleased and right acceptably considered your diligence and pains taken in the writing and sending of the said book as also in the persuading and exhorting of tyndale to repair into this realm in the accomplishment of his high pleasure and commandment yet i might conjecture by the further declaration of his high pleasure which said unto me that by your writing it manifestly appeared how much yet his highness nothing liked the said book being filled with seditious slanderous lies and fantastical opinions showing therein neither learning nor truth and further communing with his grace i might well concede that he thought that ye bear much affection and zeal ye bear towards the said tyndale whom in his manners modesty and simplicity and knowledge in worldly things ye undoubtedly in your letters do much more allow and commend than his whose works being so replete with lies and most then the work of his self is able to deserve being replete with so abominable slanders and lies imagined and only feigned to infect and intoxicate as it seemeth the people may to indifferent judgment declareth him for the which your favours supposed to be borne to the said tyndale who assuredly showeth himself in mine opinion rather to be replete with venomous envy rancour and malice than with any good learning virtue knowledge or discretion hath put the king's highness in suspection of your considering doth declare him both to lack grace virtue learning discretion and all other good qualities nothing else pretending in all his works but to seduce and dissuade that ye should ye in such wise by your letters lean unto and favour the evil doctrine of so perverse and malicious a person and so much praise him praise set forth and advance him both to lack learning to be envious and to lack learning grace virtue and all good discretion who nothing which nothing else pretendeth goeth about or pretendeth but only to seduce deceive and disquiet the people and commonwealth of this realm whose repair thither is to be studied coming into england the king's highness can right well forbear and sow sedition among the people of this realm the king's highness therefore hath commanded me expressly to write unto you to advertise you that his pleasure is that ye should 
desist and leave any further to persuade or attempt him thereunto the said tyndale to come into this realm alleging that his majesty so ardently he perceiving the malicious perverse uncharitable and indurate mind and disposition of the said tyndale is rather very glad that he is out of his realm than joyous to have his realm destitute here there is a lacuna in the text of the said tyndale is in manner without hope of reconciliation in him and is very joyous to have his realm destitute of such a person for his highness right prudently considereth if he were present by all likelihood he would shortly which god defend do as much as in him were to infect and corrupt the whole realm which now is so endured to the great inquietation and hurt of the commonwealth of the same wherefore stephen i heartily pray you that from henceforth in all your doings and proceedings and writing to the king's highness ye do justly truly and unfeignedly show yourself to be no favouriter unto the said without dissimulation show yourself his true loving and obedient subject burying no manner favour love or affection to the said tyndale nor to his works in any manner of wise but rather utterly to condemn and abhor the same assuring you that in so doing the contrary ye shall not only cause the king's highness royal majesty whose highness goodness at this time is so benignly and graciously minded towards you as by your good diligence and industry to be used to serve his highness and extolling and avoiding to favour and allow the said tyndale his erroneous works and opinions ye are like shortly to attain so to provide for you so to advise you so to set you forwards as all your lovers and friends shall have great consolation in you of the same both wealth honesty and promotion at his gracious hands to the singular joy pleasure and comfort of all your friends and by the contrary to doing ye shall acquire the indignation of god and displeasure of your sovereign lord and by the same compel cause your good friends which have been ever glad prone and ready to advance bring you unto the into his gracious favours of your prince to lament and sorrow that their suit in that behalf should be frustrate and not to take effect according to their good intent and purpose having therefore firm trust that for the fear ye have in god obedience to your sovereign lord love ye owe to yourself me and other your friends ye will be will beware from henceforth and astew to enter into any such opinions or to the praise of any such person whereby any slander dishonesty or danger or suspicion might ensue towards you whereof i promised you i would be as sorry as your good natural father as touching frith mentioned in your said letters the king's highness hearing tell of your towardsness in good letters and learning doth regret and much lament that he should in such wise as he doth set forth show and apply his learning and doctrine in the dissemination and sowing such evil seeds of damnable and detestable heresies maintaining bolstering and advancing the venomous and pestiferous works erroneous and seditious opinions of the said tyndale and other wherein his highness as like a most virtuous and benign prince and governor having charge committed unto him of his people and subjects and being very sorry to hear tell that any of the same should in such wise run headlong and digress from the laws and precepts and wholesome doctrines of almighty god and holy fathers and most wholesome into such damnable and most wholesome doctrine of holy fathers into such damnable heresies and seditious opinions and being ever inclined willing and greatly desirous to force and provide for the same 
and much desiring the reconciliation of the said frith and also firmly trusting that the said frith he be not so far as yet enrouted in the evil doctrine of the said tyndale and others but that by the grace of god loving charitable and friendly exhortations and advertisements of good people he may be revoked and called again to the right way willeth hath therefore and desireth you willed and commanded me to write unto you that ye according to his trust and expectation will with your friendly persuasions admonitions and wholesome exhortations to counsel and advise the said frith if ye may conveniently speak with the same to leave his wilful opinions and like a good christian to return unto the saviour christ and also into his native country so that by his proceedings as he beginneth there be no more seditious infections and heresies sowed amongst the king's people where he assuredly shall find the king's highness most merciful and benignly upon his conversion disposed towards him to accept him to his grace and mercy wherefore eftsoons i heartily pray you and exhort you for the love of god do not only exhort you utterly to forsake leave and withdraw your affection from the said tyndale and all his sect but also as much as ye can politely and charitably to allure all the said frith and others such persons as been being in these parties which in any wise ye shall know or suppose to be favourites or assistants to the same from all their erroneous minds and opinions in which doing ye shall not only highlight merit of in almighty god but also deserve high thanks of the king's royal majesty who will not forget your devours and labours in that behalf so that his majesty may evidently perceive that ye effectually do intend the same and as touching your diligent advertisement unto the king's highness of the number of ships arrived with corn and grain in those parties he hath commanded me on his behalf to give you condigning thanks for the same and being much desirous to know and attain the truth of that matter his grace hath commanded me to write unto you that by all good dexterity policy and means ye should endeavour yourself to attain to the knowledge of the masters servants owners or other that made sale of the said grain brought thither to the intent that by the examination of some his highness might have knowledge of the rest and that ye shall with all diligence advertise his highness of their names and in likewise of such other news concerning the emperor's affairs the descending of the turk into germany the preparations against him the gift of money in the low countries to the emperor the abiding of the emperor in the low parties the agreement between him and the princes of germany as ye shall hear by merchants or otherwise most certainly to ascertain his grace by your letters with as much diligence as ye can praying you therefore substantially and circumspectly to endeavour yourself to serve the king's highness herein effectually so that your towardness good mind duty of allegiance and service towards his royal majesty may be apparent and notorious unto the same which i doubt not shall be to your singular profit and advancement end of the letter of thomas cromwell to stephen vaughan fifteen thirty one by thomas cromwell